Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So the markets today decided, you know what? Does it really matter? Why even try? Down 251, NASDAQ down 192. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Tony Katz today, 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. That's how you get to be a part of the show. Oh, I had a good piece. I had a, I had a great message left for me. I'll, I'll share it with you. 833-468-8669. Yes. Yes, we, we, we take callers. I know. I'm, I'm not good at it. I'm busy. I'm, I'm doing a thing. But I will get to it. That's where the markets are at. I'm curious how these markets now play in a world of ever-increasing gas prices. How will they respond? How will they react? Exactly how much pain is the American people really ready for? Because they better get ready. These gas prices are going to continue to rise. But it isn't actually my top story. As a matter of fact, I am not sure exactly how many people are hitting on my, 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 my top story. My top story involves a black man, a white woman, and a dog, which is the great setup to a joke you would never, ever be able to say at work. Uh, guaranteed, that is the joke you cannot say at work. The story involves the New York Times. As the story goes, in Park Slope, Brooklyn, a woman by the name of Jessica, who's a professional beekeeper, which, by the way, awesome gig. Awesome, all the honey you can eat. People really stay away from you. What, with all the bees? Honestly, it's, it's, it's an introvert's dream. Quiet and honey. That's, 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 uh, that's as very close to heaven as you're going to get. Really as close to heaven. She was walking her dog in a place called Prospect Park about 6 a.m. She sees a man going through the garbage outside. Now, she's seen him before. Guy's tall, dreadlocks, hair wrapped in a turban. He's carrying a long staff. He's muttering to himself. This is how the New York Times tells the story. She keeps her distance because, well, you know, very often we see people who are like, I'm keeping my distance. This, this very morning, there just wasn't a way to keep the distance. She was going to go around him. She's walking. He starts yelling about immigrants taking over the park. He grabs a bottle and basically takes the contents, throwing it on her and the dog. Oh, no, no, not a bottle of water. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't water. It, it's, it's what happens after the water goes through you. That's, that's, that's this guy. So she's trying to get away, but she's walking her dog. Her dog is not a cute little fluffy, my God, with the little legs. It's hard to even believe it's real. No, no, no. You know, the kind of kind of dog you, you wind up with a little key, and then off it goes. I'm assuming that's what it says. No. She's got an 80-pound golden retriever mix. The dog's name is Moose, most aptly titled. And the dog is like, you're going to throw stuff at my girl? You're going to throw stuff at my girl? 
let me tell you how this is going to work out. You throw stuff at my girl. One man leads. It's going down. Oh, no, no. I may like puppies, but I ain't a puppy. Let's go to work. So he, the dog, is trying to protect her, the lady with the dog. The dog is straining after the man who is throwing urine on the dog and her. The man starts swinging his staff, which is known as a stick. She gets hit by the stick and then hits the dog's snout. So 80-pound moose just got hit in the schnoz with a stick. Right now, you can hear people all across America saying, you did not just hit that dog. Tell me you just hit that dog. I'm going to kick his ass. I'm going to kick his mom's ass. Everybody's getting a butt kicking. That's the way it's going. Suit up, people. We're getting the guy with the staff hitting dogs. You don't actually care that the woman got hit, and I think that's really weird about America. The dog getting hit is what you is what you keyed on. Not the woman getting hit. Woman got hit by a vagrant with a stick, and you were like, that happens. Dog gets hit, and you want to go about. You're, 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 you're looking for blood. You're looking for vengeance. You're going to be destroying people. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It gets much worse. The hit to the dog was so severe that the dog died from its injuries. This story is awful. The New York Times then wrote about it. John Leland reporting. In the reporting that was done by John Leland, he writes this. And I'm quoting directly from the New York Times article. Real world ethics question. In a well-used city park, a man with a history of erratic behavior attacks a dog and its owner with a stick. Five days later, the dog dies. The man is black, the dog owner white. Now everyone settle down. Everyone settle down. You, you don't know where this story's going just because... Just because that's how it starts. No, no, just because that's how it starts. You don't know where the story's going. You just sit there and wait. You're in your car already. You don't have to go into work. That meeting can wait. Wait for it. The man is black. The dog owner white. The adjoining neighborhood is famously progressive. (laughs) Okay, Pookie. Wait for it often critical of the police and jail system. At the same time, crime is up in the neighborhood with attacks by emotionally disturbed people around the city putting some residents on edge. Some residents on edge? Some residents. Okay. In a dog-loving, progressive enclave, where pushing law and order can clash with calls for social justice, what's the right thing to do? How do you protect the public without furthering injustice against this man? Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. Ding, fries it done. I gotta run. I gotta run. I gotta run. I gotta run. 
That's the question of the New York Times. Man kills dog with stick. The woman is only lucky she doesn't sustain more damage. And the New York Times wants to know, well, do you, do you prosecute this man? I mean, isn't he already living with injustice because he's black? The bigotry at play here is so great and so remarkable, it kind of boggles the mind. That somehow there should be different rules. Yes, he did this and it's terrible, but... If you ask me why I oppose hate crimes legislation, it is this. If you ask me why I oppose subset classes, it is because of this. If you ask me what bigotry is, what hate is, what self-loathing is, it is this. Let us start with the first. The adjoining neighborhood, progressive and critical of the police and jail system. We could confuse quite easily the idea of being critical of something and thinking that it somehow shouldn't exist. I have been well critical of police in my time on the radio. It happens when I'm off the radio too. It will happen when my career is done. It will happen when my career is done. I do not believe in getting rid of Police forces. I do not believe that we should do away with police forces. I don't agree with Stacey Abrams. Free to become governor. No, that's not Stacey. I didn't mean Stacey Abrams. I've got Stacey Abrams audio. I don't agree with her either on defunding the police. I don't agree with Representative Cory Bush. It has not been getting out because people have spent so much time saying defund is wrong, but they'll say this to me. Cory, just say reallocate. Corey, just say move. Corey, just say, you know, uh, you know, divest. Well, it's the same thing. It is the same thing. I've got Stacey Abrams talking about how a pregnancy isn't really a pregnancy. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'll get to that. I promise. I don't believe in any of this defund the police stuff. Of course, it's a bad, terrible, miserable, awful idea. Critical of something is different than whether you want to see it disappear. And if crime is up in the neighborhood, how is it that only some are put on edge? When crime is up in the neighborhood, you realize that maybe the police are necessary and maybe that your policies don't work. Or you are so unbelievably financially encapsulated that it doesn't matter if your policies don't work other people have to deal with your policies. You live in your own world. You've got the car service to pick you up. You've got the doorman. You've got all the protections in the world. And nothing would ever happen where you're walking your dog. But the big one. In a dog-loving progressive enclave where pushing law and order can clash with calls for social justice, what's the right thing to do? Well, clearly, the answer is do away with social justice. Because if social justice clashes with law and order, well, then social justice is the problem, and social justice has to go. Understand that the New York Times writer here, the John Leland, is telling you that social justice opposes the concepts of law and order. 
does not believe in law and order, does not want law and order, does not exist with law and order. That's what they're telling you. I have long argued that social justice or anything justice is nothing more than a descriptor meaning wealth redistribution. That is all it means. It's all it's ever meant. Now they are admitting to you something that you have known in your soul, that the people who push for social justice are not people who believe in law and order. They believe that law and order is the enemy. And then the writer asks, how do you protect the public without furthering injustice against this man? What assumptions get made here? A lot of people who engage these diversity trainings talk about assumptions. Oh, you're making assumptions. Oh, you're making an assumption here. You're making an assumption there. If the argument is that this black man can't be charged with a crime because he already has injustices that have been done against him, you would have to go about proving the injustice. Or have we decided that we decide everyone is the same based on a characteristic? Everyone who is black has dealt with injustice and everyone who is white is guilty. Because that is what a fair amount of these diversity experts believe, say, discuss, and they believe it's education when they go about it. It is a way of stating that some people, well, you know, they can just get away with it. He killed a dog. We're only lucky he didn't kill the woman. He killed the dog. And the question before us is, should we turn a blind eye? This story is the most... Oh, by the way, we forget that he sprayed urine on the dog and her. Would have been different if it was neurotic acid, bleach, any, anything... You want to know the world we live in? Here you go. This is the insanity we're living with. This is the madness. And there are people out there so desperate for wokeism and so desperate to be on the diversity and inclusion tip that they don't care how much bigotry it takes to get there. This story should be the lead in all social media. This is unbelievable, except for the fact that it's happening everywhere. I'm Tony Katz. So McDonald's has Happy Meals for adults and people are losing their heads. That's why that's why I think the story is, right? That's what I think is going on. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. And I say this because uh, I, I swear to you, if people have time to get, like, worked up about um, Happy Meals, uh, then, then America's doing just fine. America, if we have the time, we're doing just fine. For Happy Meals? So what McDonald's announced is... They had partnered with something called Cactus Plant Flea Market, which is a streetwear brand. They're going to repackage the Happy Meal experience. And you get a Happy Meal, right, which you could have a Big Mac in it even. You can get the Big Mac Happy Meal, Big Mac or a 10-piece McNugget. Comes with fries and a drink. 
and you get one of four figurines, Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie. I don't even know who Birdie is. Grimace, I know who Grimace is. Hamburglar, I know who Hamburglar is. But the weird thing is, is that they have... Um, they have four eyes. I... I don't... Why? 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 Why would anybody want a grimace that has four eyes? Oh boy, is this great! No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. Honey badger don't care. I, I care. Four-eyed grimace is creepy. It'll be up all night. So this is this is a new thing that 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 they're 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 putting out. The question is, are you telling me that I couldn't get a, a happy meal before as an adult? I've never tried. You're an adult, you can't buy a happy meal? How is that hi, I pick I'd like I need three happy meals? Gotta take it home to the kids. You never said that? You can't just say that? Of course you can. Wait. Do they know if you have children? Like, if you order Happy Meals for the kids, like, where are the kids? Oh, they're at home. All right, prove to us you're fertile. What? what? I didn't know this was a, a, a thing. So this is limited edition. Look, to the extent that I'm actually going to McDonald's for anything but an Egg McMuffin, I'm going to pass on this. Oh, don't look at me like that, Ryan. The Egg McMuffin is the perfect food. If you were to hand me five Egg McMuffins right now, you know what you would have? Five less Egg McMuffins. Right now. Right now. I'm actually in studio today. It's super, super weird. Oh, yeah. Freaks me out. So if anybody wants to drop off Egg McMuffins to myself or Ryan, Ryan is, is working uh, today, 40 Monument Circle, just just uh, drop them off and say, hey, Egg McMuffins for Tony. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, the odds of us eating egg McMuffins from Total Strangers, small, but Ryan will eat it first, and then we'll we'll see how I do. That's what he's there for. Ryan, you might not know that, but that's what you're there for. That's the whole job. If egg McMuffins were in the adult Happy Meals, I'd be buying those right now. Not even a question. See, now I'm hungry. But yeah, get a Happy Meal or don't. Just don't put four eyes on, uh, on Grimace. That's Grimace is creepy enough. This is Tony Katz today. TonyKatz.locals.com. I warned you. I told you. Do not get wrapped up in the Kanye West insanity because he will do something the very next day that makes you say, why does anybody listen to this guy? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. That's me. That's the show. 833-GOT-TONY. Would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. That is who we are. That is what we do. Be a part of the show. Um, Kanye wore a shirt that says White Lives Matter with Candace Owens at Paris Fashion Week. Oh, everybody talked about it. Everybody talked about it. And I said, okay. He wants attention. He got attention. That's, that's, that's absolutely what it was. Did, did anybody think it was anything else? 
Does he think white lives matter? Well, I guess so. Is he throwing it in the face of the scam that is Black Lives Matter? Absolutely. Black Lives Matter as an organization is a grift. They stole from businesses who were so desperate to be loved that they said, here's a check, just don't hurt me. That's what they did. Everybody knows it. Everybody's fully aware of it. And there are still people out there who want to give to it. Sharon Osbourne, you know, Ozzy's wife, Sharon is like, we gave $900,000 to Black Lives Matter. We want it back, please. Best of luck. It's already been spent on houses and Lord knows what else. Nobody got helped. Grift from beginning to end. I mean, that's, that's what it was. That's what it is. And what I said was, he does the interview with Tucker, which has a lot of different pieces to it. Some really interesting, some really weird. I said, do not. You do not have to get worked up. You do not have to get into the insanity. You don't have to do it. He doesn't have to be your new best friend. Conservatives should not be like, my gosh, he should be speaking at, at, at CPAC. No. No, 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 and no. That doesn't have to happen. Not in the slightest. Not in any single way. It'd be foolhardy for you to decide that he's just the greatest being that ever lived. Sure enough. Um, a couple days later, Kanye West is getting thrown off of Twitter and Instagram for being an anti-Semite. He tweets out. He was going DEFCON 3, meaning DEFCON 3, right, right, high level of, of, of fight. DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Well, that's, that's pretty interesting um, that uh, Kanye West, or Yee, would think that um, the Jews are, are trying to blackball his agenda when everyone knows we are very busy controlling the weather. See. Jews in space. Jews are in space. Zooming along, protecting the Hebrew race. Jews are in space. It's trouble of fears will put it right back in its place. Oh, how is that not on your playlist, people? My goodness gracious. Top of the charts on Spotify. I have no idea what this lunatic is talking about. I have no idea. And people are like, um, is is uh, he threatening people? Well, you say you're going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Now, now listen, the same rules apply. You want me to freak out? Or do you want me to note that Kanye West is messed up? You want me to think that uh, that that somehow um, 
it, 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 the, the Jews are blackballing his agenda? Well, let me tell you, I'm Jewish. I am not blackballing your agenda. I had no say in the agenda, but I'm pretty sure there are plenty of Jews who would be desperate to blackball my agenda because not all Jews think alike. But the real story here is, of course, the idea that, oh, yeah, the Jews control everything. Uh, let, let, let me tell you, if I controlled everything, if I controlled everything, do you think there ever would have been new Coke? Don't you think I would have saw that one coming and said, guys, guys, seriously, don't mess with the classic. Leave it be. Move on. Let's go for something different, kids. Let's go for something different. It's madness. You want me to get tough guy on, on Kanye? I don't know. I don't know why I would do it, but 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 all right. Kanye, you're the reason I'm armed. Don't start nothing, won't be nothing, but you want to start something. Okay. Wait, does that help? Do I get a cookie when I do that? Stop looking at everything all of these ridiculous celebrities say and deciding that it's somehow valuable. The only thing that ye has done is allowed me to look at my kid and say, yeah, yeah, we don't have to worry about you saving money to get those slides anymore because that's not happening. We don't wear the shoes of Jew-hating bigots. We tell them to kiss off. Which brings us to the Associated Press. You see, Kanye wants to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Yeah, you could see that as a threat. It would certainly, all rational minds would be like, yeah, it's going DEFCON 3. Not even DEFCON. DEFCON 3. Well, clearly that's a, 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 a threat. The Associated Press tweets out, Kanye West's Twitter and Instagram accounts have been locked because of posts by the rapper, now known legally as Ye, that were widely deemed anti-Semitic. Widely deemed anti-Semitic? We got in touch with Louis Farrakhan who thought, yeah, that's about right. Was that why it was only widely deemed? Did 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 Louis the Jew-hating bigot get in touch with you and be like, hey, tweet, totally fine. I know where he's coming from. Personally, DEFCON 2 over here, what's taking ye so long? And, and and let's and let's remember um, when when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, hating uh, <laughs> hating Jews, nobody nobody's better than 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 Louis Farrakhan. Oh, he's 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 tops. Here the Jews don't like Farrakhan, so they call me Hitler. Well, that's a good name. Hitler was a very great man. You see, Ye has got a long way to go. Long way to go before he gets to Farrakhan level. By the way, Farrakhan still on Twitter. Stop idolizing people because they say one thing you like. Be like, oh, okay, and move on. You don't have to idolize Bill Maher. You can appreciate it when he has a good conversation. Stop holding hands with people you know are ridiculous. Well, Tony, if you don't engage in some outreach, I didn't say you couldn't say, hey, good work. 
Maybe holding hands is the wrong term. Stop putting them on a chair like you're doing the horror. Do you guys not know what, what, what the horror is? Um, it's, um, it, it, it's, it's Jews dancing in, 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 in a circle. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's, that's what it is. It's Jews dancing in, 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 a, in a circle, and, and then you know, they got the chairs, and, and they're lifting people up, and oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing, people. It's, it's a real thing. Don't tell me you don't know the words. And they're, they're dancing, and then there's the bride, and there's the groom, or or, or little little Seth for his bar mitzvah going up and going down. Oh, everybody's having a good time. Oh, Grandma slipped. Bubby slipped. Somebody, somebody get her a prune juice. She's feeling very irregular. Oh, I'm going to get emails. I'm going to get emails. It's going to be delightful by people. All I know is somebody was going through the channels in their car and was like, is that Klezmer right here? The bigotry exists. But I was discussing earlier about what people will do for their politics and the sickening extent to which people will go for their politics. Which brings us to a story from Politico. Over there at Politico, a story was written about Jennifer Ruth Green. Jennifer Ruth Green is the candidate Republican in the 1st District of Indiana. She is black. She is a woman. She served in the military. And over at Politico, a story was written about her. The story was written by a guy by the name of Adam Wren, who is from right here in Indianapolis. Adam Wren made his bones as being the first guy to the Judge beat. He beat out uh, local papers like the Indianapolis Star, which some people would consider the paper of record if they weren't such schlock. Beat them all covering Pete Buttigieg as he was building himself up as a presidential candidate. Adam Wren is a guy I would consider a jerk. My interactions with him have always been ugly. I uh, try my best to pay zero attention. I, well, I shouldn't say I try my best. I don't pay any attention uh, to social media. Certainly not to him, and I haven't heard his name in, in, a, in, a, in a good long while, except, of course, when I have uh, seen that he has written in something called the Indianapolis Monthly what I consider to be slamming pieces of former governor and outgoing Purdue President Mitch Daniels of organizations here in Indianapolis uh, playing the muckraker card. That's who he is. You write for Politico, what, what are we going to think? Now allow me to prove it to you. In writing a story about Jennifer Ruth Green, he got access to her military records, including 
the note that she was sexually assaulted as a member of the U.S. Air Force by a member of the Iraqi military. He puts that in the article with conversations about how she had been written up twice and maybe her career got derailed. Unloading a weapon in the wrong place. Wandering away from where she was supposed to be. This is what he, he writes. This is a woman who is running for Congress in the 1st District of Indiana against Democrat incumbent Frank Mervan. There's no purpose to putting a sexual uh, assault uh, conversation in there. There's no purpose to it. She wasn't talking about it. She doesn't know how anybody got her medical records. She is infuriated about it. Jennifer Ruth Green has put out a statement. I'm a survivor of sexual trauma in the military. I'm being forced to share this information outside of my own timeline and for the first time publicly because my congressman, Frank Mervan, and his cronies illegally obtained my military records describing my sexual assault. His team fished the details of my assault to different news outlets, that's how she writes it, asking them to share misinformation to portray me as a failed military officer who lacks integrity. This is false. She continues, I believe after sharing my assault against the advice of some in my command, my career was intentionally derailed. The paperwork Congressman Van illegally obtained contains information that reflects me in a negative light. I have since appealed this incident with the military and the entire issue is settled. Clearly, I have progressed as a military member, promoted, promoting to the rank of lieutenant colonel, and successfully completed a command tour. Why this was in an article is part of the conversation that politics is beyond blood sport. And Adam Wren at Politico, and Politico at, at large, is totally fine with this concept. They're totally fine in destruction. Who would write this? What's the point? If you want to talk about the policies of Jennifer Ruth Green, you'd go right ahead. If you want to talk about some allegation against her, you could do that. Playing out or sharing that she was sexually assaulted when that's not what she wanted to talk about? In my view, Adam Wren is a guy who would put his mother on a street corner if it meant three more clicks. I don't know why he does what he does. I knew to write him off long ago. The only people who haven't are Politico and the Indianapolis Monthly. You can't reward horrific behavior. You can't reward him with clicks. You can't reward him with respect or follows. I'm sorry uh, Jennifer Ruth Green had to go through this. I am more disgusted with the blood sport that has become politics. Anything to destroy the enemy, which leads one to believe in a district that's so unbelievably favoring the Democrats, the first district of Indiana, which is Gary, uh, northwest Indiana, right near Chicago. Why are they writing hit pieces about Jennifer Ruth Green unless, unless she's coming in hot? I'm Tony Katz. If I lay here Engaged. The stakes are very high right So in the last hour well, In the last hour We were discussing this story out of Los Angeles With the Los Angeles City Council President Nuri Martinez 
insulting another council member's kid because the other council member is white, but he has a black child, referring to the kid as an accessory and utilizing terminology I, I can't use on air. She has now stepped down as president of the council. She's going to stay on the council. She just won't be president anymore. You see, she she took responsibility for her actions. Calling this kid every name she possibly could, including the N-word in Spanish, the son of a white council member. And she's just going to step down from being president. That's it. Amazed by that happening. I'm Tony Katz.